Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled to death to have you along for this episode. We are super duper excited about this episode. And I'll tell you, after Tony Why? tells you, wh- what do we do on the show, Tony? We like to talk about gear and we like to talk about the makers and to the makers of gear specifically boutique gear things like guitars and amps and pedals and accessories and pedal boards and all kinds of fun stuff yeah we like to get the story behind the story yes and we we like to uh talk to people that are doing interesting things in the industry like this chap who are you chap Hey, my name is uh, Drew Foppy. I'm guitar tech, amp builder, pedal builder. Um, I happen to be home from tour right now because no one is touring. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get into that mess of soup later. It's a it's a dreary, dreary uh, world for, for all those people right now. Um, Drew, we are th- thrilled that you are on the show. We are great fans of yours, and you're, oh, thank you. you're a a really decent fellow and we like you a lot. So yeah. well, thanks guys. I'm yeah. super happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's nice to be back on. Good. Excellent. Uh, we're going to have a really fun time to, on this episode. I was going to say tonight, it could be today. could be where, I don't know, whatever day it is for you right now. We got things to do so we can go have some fun. First, we need to say a big fat thank you to road, road. mics. For supplying the Roadcaster Pro, this delicious piece of hardware that is collecting all of this information, digitizing it, and spitting it into your ears. Even Michioso. Yes, complete <laughs> with a complimentary black and gold Q-tip. That's right. Um, we also have the Procaster microphones uh, in, in separate zip codes right now, which is really fun. Crazy, uh, yeah. We still we use are. them, and they yeah, sound great. All four separate zip codes. One's yeah. halfway across the country. That's, That's true. true. Uh, Drew's calling from Arizona right now. I, he's not on a road, but maybe someday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hopefully someday soon. You yeah, never know. Yeah. All right. Hey, if you are hoping to up your own podcast game currently, or you are hoping to start one, or maybe you're just trying to record your stand-up routine in your living room or something, uh, or you have a small children's band or, or or an adult band, maybe of large people. I don't know. Maybe what small, do you need to how do? about a small adult band? A small adult band, not in size. It sounds like a children's just band. Just in no, number, I in think, number. I think in size. Maybe, too, yes. Uh, you can you can get yourself one of these. They are fantastic. And uh, thank you again to Road for that. Uh, I also wanted to share something. Uh, we got... Boy, we had a lot of really good news on this podcast this week, I'm telling you, and we're going to get to that towards the end of the show. Mm. Uh, One of those pieces of good news was from our friend Steve Keys. I'm paraphrasing some of this because it was a little, you know, was, he, he threw in a lot of personal stuff and uh, I just want to be sensitive to that. So, anyways, it says, uh, so uh, let me begin by telling you how much I appreciate you all and your podcast. We thank you for that, Steve. When this COVID-19 crap first came into view, I must admit I went into a small panic attack mode. I've been home now for over two and a half weeks, and not only have I been able to slow down and spend more meaningful time with my son, but it has allowed me some time to prioritize the more important aspects of my life. 
like our show. Your show has been a constant with all of the chaos around us, and it's been a big part to bring me back down to a semi-normal existence. I realize this is why I supported your show in the first place, and I am excited to be a returning customer to help support this cause. I am honored to spend the equivalent of six cups of coffee because I love coffee, 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 and help keep (laughs) this awesome guitar gear podcast train rolling. Thank you, and keep up the great work, guys. Man... That is fantastic. I when when he when people come on when people leave, I I always try to make sure that it, we you know we let them know that we're always you know we're here and we're happy to talk. They're always part of the the Patreon family for us, and uh, it, I, we're just really grateful for the support because you know, people don't have to, and it means a lot. It really really does. So thank you Steve for your support. It is truly helping us and we're glad to be able to bring this content to all of you people listening wherever you are in the world. Stay safe and healthy as you are listening. All right. That's enough for the announcements. I I have an announcement. Tony, I said that's enough. I have an announcement. <laughs> and I have one. After we're going to listen oh to my, my damn gosh. announcement. Jeez. Announcement free for all. Go ahead, Tony. I just want to uh, I want to give a tip of the hat to PayPal. PayPal has waived their uh, fees for instant transfers. So if you you know are a business like mine and I'm sure like Jared's and many others that you primarily get paid through PayPal, you can transfer your money immediately as opposed to the standard, which is normally free. I think the uh, instant transfers. Five or ten percent—I forget what they charge normally—but mm-hmm. they've waived those fees. So now, instead of waiting until like the next day, sometimes two days, it, when you transfer instantly, it literally shows up five minutes later in your bank account. Nuts! And I just have to say that you know, as a small business, I appreciate that. And I know you know if, if anybody else out there, like I said, gets paid primarily by PayPal. Uh, this is a really great program, and uh, I'm sure everybody will appreciate that. Outstanding. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. I'm sure they heard that. I hope they did. <laughs> if they haven't. I hope somebody at PayPal is listening to this show for Pete's sake. They employ enough people. Exactly. Well, for one, I didn't know about that. So yeah, thank so you for mentioning next, that. Yeah, next time you transfer, you know, I don't know if you transfer it back into your bank account or whatever you do. Uh, but I usually do that, you know, maybe once a day, sometimes twice a day. It depends on what's coming through. Um, it, they just popped up a little message there that says we're waiving the fees uh, during this time. So that's awesome. awesome. That's a really nice little bonus. And, you know, it doesn't cost you 10 percent and you got money in your bank. Well, that's important Yay! for all the small builders that listen to the show, actually. So good. Yeah. Good. Okay, let's get on I with know. this, shall we? What's going on in our music world this week? Tony Baloney is going to lead us off, and then we're going to cut over. We're going to make a sharp left-hand turn over to Drew in Drew. Arizona. Holy moly. I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, during the this 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 time, I've I've been kind of you know digging through some of the guitars in, in the basement and cases and things, and one thing I realized, I don't have any of them marked very well. So I literally have to, you know, pull one down, open up the case. Oh, that's what that one. Um, and I used to mark things with, you know, maybe you might put duct tape or gaffer's tape on it and then write on it and then those peel off and this, this, that, and the other. So I, I think I have found a solution um, that might work 
and uh, I'll keep everyone posted if it does work. But the, uh, I'm sure we, you've all seen those, or somebody at, at, at some point in time has used those Dymo uh, labelers. Um, yes. They're- they actually make a professional level one that's used like in the HVAC and plumbing oh, uh, industry. And it actually embosses metal. So it's, it's like a self-stick half-inch wide metal embosser. Wow. That I think will, will, will work on, the, on cases so you can actually read them. And it should be a lot more permanent than the old, you know, the plastic Dymo label. That's what I've been investigating, and if it, if it, if it works out okay, I will pass on the information. Thank you, Tony. That was that was so awesome. <laughs> True. What's going on in your music world? So right right now, I am uh, I'm at home. Um, I'm building some pedals. I came up with some uh, new designs and stuff, and uh, it's just keeping me busy, trying to stay safe and healthy with everything that's going on in the world right now. Well, all right. Keeping you Helping busy. Something, safe. That's good. Yeah. Uh, J-Rod, anything in particular that's going on in your music yeah, world right now? Um, as far as fun guitar stuff, fortunately I had time to really dig into my guitar stuff. That's because fortunately I have plenty of orders to work on. I'm very, very thankful for that. So that's great. Uh, however, I did get some crap news today. I got a call from my NAM representative. And he said, uh, "Yeah, we're uh, we're canceling Summer Nam." Oh so, man! Yeah, I had uh, I had quite a bit of money invested in my booth. I was going to do a nice big giant booth like I did last year, but he said, "Oh, we'll we'll refund your money." I mean, it's going to take a month, but I mean, I don't care. I mean, to be honest, I wish Nam would be there in the summer, and I wish this stuff wasn't going on. But that's just not the way it is. So we have to endure the events and carry on with our lives so you know that that was really the only bummer today other than that i'm just really really thankful that uh you guys out there are still ordering are you thinking of maybe doing the the winter show or you know it's just the winter show is um substantially more expensive and it's so far away it would it would just probably more than double my cost yeah uh, mm-hmm. Just because of the distance and shipping all the materials. But boy, yeah. let's try to get there ourselves. How about that? Yes. Sounds like yep. a plan, Stan. All right. Yes, I will definitely go to it. Good. And yep. Todd, how about you? What's going on in your music world this w- week? Well, um, it's. Uh, I've been trying to redo my, like, where I'm set up, and we're kind of all on top of each other a little bit here. And so I, I've moved a lot of my music stuff downstairs into the basement uh i realized okay i I need to organize this better just everything is just kind of scattered so i finally broke down ordered uh two of those uh about they're i guess they're about 45 inches long picture rails to stick pedals and stuff on so i can access them easily and they're not just making piles of pedals or anything like that so that's kind of fun and now um I was basically just really envious of uh, Josh from JHS's, you know, little setup. <laughs> like, I want that. His mini, mini vault. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I got to put that up, and that's going to be cool. And that that it'll actually be really nifty because then I can, I don't have to run upstairs and try to find the thing I'm looking for, and have just I don't like to be disorganized. Mm, you wouldn't so, like my shop. <laughs> uh, I've, I I had to go to therapy the, after the very first time I went to your shop. I'm not 
get a tetanus shot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You got to walk in there with shin guards. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. All right. How about we do this? One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Drew, give us your new four on the floor. All right. So I've been, uh, had a lot of time, um, recently to go through, um, the boxes of pedals. I, uh, neglected uh very very much so for many years and i realized i have a couple hundred pedals that um are still in the box so i pulled them all out and i literally built a new pedal board and i have four pedals that some are new and some are old that are kind of my new go-to's and the first one it's been around for a while and i probably said it before but it's the uh the line six hx effects uh i love it it has uh so much versatility and and options midi in and out you can do presets or snapshots and it's just a super powerhouse and the effects sound great in it i can cover ground pretty much anything on that one uh the second pedal uh, hang on a second there mr cowboy (laughs) Uh, just out of curiosity here so whenever i hear somebody saying oh i've got something like you just mentioned on the board and all the analog pedals and stuff is like what is preventing? Is it is it a mental thing that you don't want to just give it all up and go for like a full helix or something, or or, or like what's well, where's the mix exactly. come in? I mean, I do. I have I have all the versions of the helix except for the the main floorboard. I have the rack, and then I have the HX Stomp, mm-hmm. which is also a great pedal. That one's three buttons, and I, I I use that to channel switch an amp, and then have two effects. So it you can do whatever you want. Um, the HX effects, it's just, it gives you option of six pedals in one unit with a tap tempo. And you can have the tap tempo be global or per preset or per snapshot. You can assign it to be whatever. You can also have it control the tap tempo of any other MIDI effect. So you can use the tap tempo on the HX effects to control MIDI tempo for like a Mobius or uh, any of the Strymon stuff or uh, the Eventide H9. You can, you, it'll do all of that with the with the tap tempo if you just connect them with midi but the cool thing um with the hx effects is it has two effects loop sends on it so it models pedals great but i have some of the pedals that i i still like to use real pedals as well so i've put them in of the hx effects and then for turning on the effect on and off instead of having it like an overdrive or a delay or whatever I turn it to the loop and it'll control whatever pedal I put in that loop. So that button on whatever sne- scene or snapshot can turn whatever pedal I want on as an analog pedal. And it sounds amazing because you're literally just passing the signal through it. So it lends, lets me blend the, a digital version of a pedal and the analog version of a pedal and um, really lets me dive in to tweak them to be pretty much exactly the same. Um, and the cool thing about the new firmware update on, on, on the HX effects is uh, they just put the analog man, uh, King of tone in there. Um, so it's pretty, uh, that's a $500 pedal right there. Yeah. And then the HX effects is r- roughly the same price. Yeah. So you get that plus the other, you know, three, 400 effects it has. And, and they are pretty, pretty darn close. Um, being digital, it does have a little, a little bit of thing. Um, uh, side note on that. Um, uh, I'm using the HX effects out on Deftones for Chino now. And we had Chino's main of delay is the carbon copy. Well, for, for anybody that, to, if you don't know where we're going to go with the rest of the show, we didn't really establish what Drew does. He's a professional guitar tech to um, the rock and roll stars of the rock and roll world of stars. One of which being the Deftones, but we'll get to that later. Go ahead. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry if I um, chimed that one in early. I apologize. No, you're fine. Um, but um, so yeah, so Chino's uh, main delay is is uh, um, uh, MXR car- carbon copy. Well, it doesn't have that pedal in the in the firmware. Um, so I chose an analog delay, and then I was able to double stack a graphic EQ on the delay that I put in there, so I could create the warmth of an analog pedal with a digital pedal. So when I hit a button, it actually turns on two effects at the same time with one button. And it's really cool how you can multi-layer everything. So it gives you six pre- you know, six buttons, but you can have multiple effects per button. And it doesn't take up much space at all. Um, I have a pedal train flyboard and it, it takes up like uh, it's on the left side of my board. So it's the, the left lower quarter of the board. It, it, it's pretty small for what it does. And, um, only one power supply, it runs on a wall wart, but you know, only, you only need one power supply for it. So it, awesome. six pedals on one. So it, it, it does a lot, you know, it doesn't take up space and, and it's really easy to use and it has touch sensitivity buttons for editing and a whole firmware, you know, you can get deep into it or whatever, but I mean, man, I, I, I have pretty much every delay out there and I was running it through all the, you know, memory man stuff and all the old, uh, Ibanez 8099s and all the analog stuff. And I can clone them almost exactly. You wouldn't be able to tell unless you actually threw it down on a track and you listen to the, you know, the repeats degrading just a little bit, but you can also, uh, go in and, and change that. So. So when you were looking for a piece of gear to use at home in between one episode of SpongeBob and the kid's going to take a bath and then the next episode of SpongeBob, you're like, I need a piece of gear that allow me to do all these things at that in-between time when they're bathing. That's this true. was probably the thing <laughs> that you, the first thing that came to your mind. It, you know, it's, it's, it's been one of the top things like, um, you know, when I was on the show with Jeff from Smashing Pumpkins before and um, twice and, 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 you know, Billy, Billy Corgan uses this, um, same exact pedal. That's his only multi-effects pedal he uses live. Yeah. Um, Jeff is on the Helix rack. So I've had lots of experience in, you know, line six as a company, I get to work with the people who actually write the, uh, software for these things. That's um, awesome. so I've asked them to work on putting the carbon copy in there because a lot of people have requested that and it'll make my job a lot easier not to have to double stack pedals to get the same tone, but you know, I can still do it now, but it'd be a lot easier if they just wrote a, a code for it. Um, but you know, that's, that's a whole nother level of nerd that, <laughs> you know, um, I just, I just get to talk to the people who, who are, are the Uber nerds, that's um, awesome. writing all the scripts and, and, and they're really great about that. So, but yeah, the line says HX effects is, is a phenomenal pedal. You know, it'd be kind of cool in the, you know, if you continue to have some downtime, it'd be really awesome if you did a little vid on that at home, you know? I totally will. Um, I, you know what, the other great thing about that is, is it's kind of funny. You said that, um, when Chino first got it, I, before we started rehearsals, um, uh, I had one sent to his house and he kind of messed around with it a little bit, but he didn't know how to do some stuff. So I literally set my phone up and over the thing and did some walkthrough videos and sent it to him on what he was trying to do. So, uh, the great thing is, is like, you can do a, a backup for the pedal onto your computer and you just email the file and then he can download everything that I've already programmed right into his unit and it, and it works perfectly. So there's no, yeah, it's for, for a tech who, who has a guy who's able to literally just install a file, you drag and drop it in the, you know, line six editor, 
it's done. So that's killer. I can, yeah, I just took his whole analog board. Um, we still have some analog stuff, but, um, all his main stuff, we just put it in that cause it was much easier and made his pedal board smaller. Yeah. Well, I, I suspect on, you know, if you're doing world tour stuff for it again, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, we've referenced Chino a few times. It's Chino Moreno from the Deftones, the uh, lead, uh, lead chap over there. Um, yeah. So if you're touring the world, I suspect that just having less gear that can go sideways on you is, is better. Well, the, you know, and the other thing too about, about that stuff is because it's still being made, it's really easy to get one wherever you want in the world. Um, they run on, you know, 100 to 240 volts as well. So, you know, if your pedal goes down and you're, you know, Singapore and you need a pedal, or if you're in, you know, Australia, you need a pedal, yeah. you just go to the store and get one. And then you just literally take your backup file, dump it in and everything you've programmed for months is right in the new pedal. No problem. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, well, I think yeah. you just sold about 27 of those, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do love them. They sound great, but yeah, I mean, they're super easy to use. So that's, that's still, that's like my number one go-to pedal at the moment. Um, it, it, you know, you could delays and, and overdrives and stack and stuff. And yeah, you can play around for days and not, not get bored with that thing. That's cool. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> It's a tough act to follow. What what else do you have there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there are three more, believe it or not. I got a um, ditto and a polytune. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I do love the polytune. Though. Yeah. Um, but the second pedal um, that I've, I've really come to um, back around on, um, I forgot about it for a really long time, is the uh, Paul Cochran uh, Timmy pedal. Mm, um, nice. uh, the, the smaller version, um, the larger one's the Tim. And... Uh, MXR just came out with the, the, the new Timmy pedal, the, the mini pedal. Um, it also designed by, by Paul, but I, I, I don't, they don't sound exactly the same. I think the, the smaller version is brighter and, uh, doesn't have the body as the, um, the earlier Timmy pedals. Um, and, and I didn't realize that they, they've gone up so much in, in value. So, uh, I decided to keep this one. Um, but it's an excellent mild overdrive. And the tone cuts, uh, well, for volume, um, excuse me, for uh, treble and bass, they're actually working reverse. So um, they actually cut the levels. So all the way to the left uh, it, it is max. And then you just you roll it out to, to cut it. So it works really great. And it's very transparent and works great for, uh, you know, taking a clean amp into crunch or using it as a boost or whatever. Um, but it's super versatile for, that mild uh, gain structure, mm. I guess. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal the transparent overdrive. I love it. Awesome. Next. And then <laughs> the third pedal is something new, and uh, it, it it's from um, a company called Game Changer Audio, mm -hmm. and uh, these guys are in Latvia, and uh, um, they. I've been using this pedal called the plus pedal and it looks like a piano sustainer pedal. Right. It's really cool. If you guys haven't checked that out, I highly pretty crazy in what it, what it does. Um, so basically you, when you play, you step on it to basically take a, a single note or a group of notes, depending on what mode you have it in and it infinite sustains. So you can play over it and, what it when you capture the the notes with the 
you step it on the pedal, it also takes the inflection of how you hit it into effect. So when it repeats, it does the inflection of your actual thing and it continues that. So it's kind of like an infinity sustain. Um, and the thing I like about it too is uh, if you capture a clean sustain, uh, you can click on an overdrive and play over the clean sustain with an overdriven guitar for like really ambient stuff. Or if you do just want volume swells or really cool, um, just kind of like uh, anything that you need vibe for or ambient stuff, like making noise. It, it, it's a great pedal. It, it works awesome for that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of like a really, really, really nice freeze pedal from EHX. It, it is. Um, but the, 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 the options it has are, are pretty amazing. So it has, uh, it has sends. Uh, so you can actually run one side, totally wet one side dry. So you can have a stereo setup with it. Wow. And it also has, nice. it has a dry out on the pedal, which is always sending your dry. So you can almost do a, a fake wet, dry, wet send with this pedal which works really great with two amps instead of three. The dry out actually leads me into the fourth pedal on my list, which is the, uh, the orange Omec teleport. And it's a, it's a, uh, the orange Omec teleports an audio interface. And, uh, the cool thing about it is, um, it has one in two outs and a USB. So when I take the output of the, uh, the game game changer audio plus pedal, goes into the orange uh, Omec pedal, um, I can always have a dry reamp signal go into any recording software. Uh, so any, at any given point, I can go back in and take that signal and reamp it with whatever software or re replay it through any rig I want um, without affecting anything in my real amp setup. Um, but also because it's a, an interface, you can use it to hook up to an iPad um, through USB and then it sends it back and then you can program the two outs. They're not stereo outs, but you can program each out to be a different function, which is really cool. So one can, you can actually make it almost like a headphone, uh, monitor off of one. If you run in a digital rig or, or run two outs to two, uh, wet amps, but it gives you the flexibility to take any plug-in or anything like that, that you use in the studio and combine it with your, analog rigs or whatever rig you're running and you can run them both simultaneously and you can turn it on and off with the foot switch. So if you use like a compressor uh, plug-in that you love or whatever to record with, but you want to use your real amps and, and not have everything go through a bunch of different channels, you just send the USB out to the system and it comes back to the teleport and literally it becomes part of your rig in that spot, wherever you put the the Omec teleport. It's, it's a great pedal. It's, I mean, this uses are endless with that thing. So I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that you are, you were the only person in your class that actually knew how to use a scientific calculator. <laughs> yeah. I, it's taken me a few years to learn those. Things. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a professional nerd. That is yeah. true. Hey, that's, <laughs> you know, you can't have a guy on tour. Some guy goes, "Hey, can I have a robbity blobbity blue?" And he's like, "Man, I don't know how to do that." Yeah, but does it sparkle? That's all they want to know, right? right. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you. I work for some nerdy players too, but you, you know, for for the most part, that is 
that's half my job is to, to know most of the gear out there, but I'm lucky enough to um, work with companies who uh, will send me stuff to try. And I tell them what I like and what I don't like about it. And, and if they send it to us out on tour, we get a beta test stuff, but I end up falling in love with the weirdest stuff, but it, it's very useful. And, and most people don't ever, uh, they never even heard about it or, or won't ever come across it because they don't even know what it is. I mean, a pedal with no knobs, what, what can it do? I mean, it's literally can do anything. That's, that's, you know, mind blown. That's the first <laughs> time that's been on this one. Probably the last two, but it's uh who knows? Maybe people will go like, Oh my gosh, I got to get my hands on this thing. And they, well, the, the other cool thing about it is though, right? So if you take it and, and you send it to, um, you can turn your guitar into a MIDI guitar. You send it to a program that does MIDI. You can turn your guitar into a synth without oh, having like the Roland synth hookups. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You literally just send it to a program, turn the pedal on, and then it sends the synth back through your, through your rig. So you can okay, send it a drive cool. straight to the board. So yeah, you can, you can have your full rig as normal, send the one output through to the rest of your rig or, or, and take the second output straight to a DI. And now you have, um, an only wet uh, through whatever software you're running and your full rig. So you can have a synth and a real guitar playing at the same time oh. and you can make your guitar French horn, a keyboard, you know what I mean? Just, it literally will turn it MIDI through USB. The guys from really Muse cool just sat up in their patent leather <laughs> lazy boys. <laughs> what? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they have them already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really cool stuff. Cool, man. Well, that was certainly a unique four on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't I'm think sorry, any of the, before, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe the maybe the Timmy was on before, but <laughs> no, I don't think we've had the Timmy. We had the I believe we had the Tim, but not the okay. And, and we've had the uh, we have a hot cut, we've had hot cake on there. Tell you yeah, what, the, yeah, say it. Hot cake's cool. <sighs> All right, man. Well, that was fun. That was like a gear tasm thing there. That's outstanding. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we want to give a big shout out to to another chap real quick as we are motoring along during the show. I want to thank uh, John Finnell for helping us out uh, with uh, providing us a roof, some shelter for our show. Even during the downtime, we still have some stuff over there, and he's been very kind. Uh, so he's a music producer and recording engineer. Uh, John is excellent at capturing guitar tone the guitar tone that you want not the guitar tone that he wants if you have the opportunity and you're looking for somebody to actually do some recording or he also travels to uh you know uh, your favorite studio near your house he, he does that kind of stuff too make sure you check him out at john johnfintel.com that's j-o-n fintel.com and uh his home recording not his recording studio at home but his home base uh, this is where we actually have the the show and uh, where my band's recorded and many other bands at Relay Recording. So big I'm, thanks I'm to told John. that he also, he also does mastering too, doesn't he? He does mixing. He does mastering. Yes, he does all that does stuff. The video stuff too, right? That's correct. Well, he doesn't yeah. make the videos, but he does the video uh, audio. He does the audio right. for the video. Uh, yeah, he's wow. good. Yeah, he's a good good. And he was on our show. He he had a great 101, so you're getting ready to go record. And oh, as yeah, a guitar player, he was like, this is what you need to consider, everybody. And guess what I did when I went to record with him? <laughs> did you listen to the episode? I didn't follow the instructions. I didn't. 
<laughs> no, I yeah. did. I did on some, but there was like, you must uh, be a guitar player. Yeah. There, there was like two things where I was like, Oh man, you even called this out on the show and I didn't do it. I feel like a dumb, dumb. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, big thanks to John Finnell. We're going to get into the core, the big meat and potatoes of the show. We've got Drew Foppy of Fopstar Amps and uh, and his guitar teching job. Well, I don't know what you call that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a brand name for that job, do you? Well, I, I, I think the guitar teching is kind of my career and the amps have spawned out the last couple of years um, since 2012. Yes. Um, but we're going to talk about both tonight, so it's important that we awesome. get that information. Where can people see your your work right now drew so um the website for my amp company is just fopstar.com it's f-o-p-p-s-t-a-r.com um it kind of has some videos and pictures and and uh some snippets of uh of everything that i i make or have made um in the process of making uh, i try and update it as often as i can but I am no webmaster. Um, I'm usually building stuff instead. So, um, but that's where everything that I make is is at. Yeah, pedals and amps and probably some other whatnots, right? Yep, yep. Some yeah. weird merch and stuff like that. But yeah, I try and try and have something up there for everybody uh, in all price ranges. Uh, everything's handmade and hand wired, and I'm literally the only employee, so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's easy to uh, manage my time there. Uh, now. We mentioned your amps and your pedals and stuff, so please make sure you go check that out as you're listening along. But we got to know Drew through Jeff Schroeder, um, who's been on the show before, guitarist for Smashing Pumpkins, and um, we became fast friends with Drew. And Drew, can you just share? Um, we're gonna we're gonna dive into a couple different things here, but just a the nickel version like what are some bands that people might be familiar with that you have been teching for by the way he got guitar tech of the year last year oh yeah that's, which that was an, that's pretty awesome amazing. yeah i was totally I taken back by that I, I don't even i still don't even know what to say about that one i'm so grateful for that um it voted on by your peers so that meant, meant a lot to me yeah that's I like just, the screen actors guild of guitar teching yeah. yeah. So uh, drop some drop some names on us so that we have an idea of like w what you're doing and who you're doing it with. Okay. Um, well, the last most recently, uh, it, it's been uh, um, Smashing Pumpkins, Cheryl Crow, Deftones. I did Fleetwood Mac for almost ten years as Lindsey Buckingham's amp tech. I've worked for Evanescence, Shakira. Also out with White Snake recently. Those guys are great. I uh, love working for them as well. Um, but. Yeah, I've been guitar tech for 18 years, so totally not a brag. And please don't take that the wrong way when I say it. it it's literally, yeah, I just, that's, I, that's your career. I see thousands of guitars a year and yeah. I can't remember everything. I, I did Slipknot for years, you know, like I just remembered. You, you, you just forget sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so when you hear these names uh, and I'm talking to you listeners out there, you, you know, you're thinking, wow, it's so awesome to know all these bands and stuff. But when we see Drew at the concert that he, you know, that we sometimes get invited to, when we see him behind the scenes, he is busting his butt. He works really hard. Yeah. So he's, you know, he doesn't just sit back there on a lazy boy looking from the side of the stage. I mean, you know, he works really hard. It's a job. Yeah. yeah I, lo I love my job. There's, there's nothing else out there that I'd, I'd rather do. I, I've, 
I have two college degrees in uh, uh, mathematics and psychology and, and I'm, I'm doing this, you know, I could be doing <laughs> something totally different, but I'm here. And cause I love it. And it's the only reason, cause it's, it is hard work. You're away from home a lot. Um, I have a wife and two kids and, and, uh, most years, um, I'm gone eight to 10 months out of the year. So, uh, you know, it's a, be careful what you wish for. You might get it type job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, speaking about teching and stuff real quick, I just want to, uh, we'll take this side of the fence for, for right now. I have a question. No problem. I don't know if you can, if you feel like naming this person or not, but who has the most guitars on tour that you have to, that you have to work with? That's a tough one because it all depends on what leg of the tour it is. And if they're headlining or a support band at the time, I mean, uh, with Jeff out on pumpkins, I had, uh, 20, 22 to 24 guitars with dressing rooms and stuff like that. Um, wow. Uh, the, uh, on, on Deftones, I have, um, I do guitar and bass out there. Uh, I take care of Chino and Sergio. Um, I used to work for Steph for like six years, but, uh, when I came back, um, I bounced between Fleetwood Mac and Deftones for almost a decade. And then one year I couldn't do Deftones stuff cause I was doing Fleetwood. So Steph got a new tech. And then when Fleetwood ended, I was looking for a gig and the band's like, well, why don't you go to the other side? I was like, totally fine with me. So I, that's when I went to the other side of the stage with Deftones. But, um, out there I have, uh, uh, 10 bases and, uh, I'm, I'm working on getting Chino more guitars, but we have like six or eight guitars. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I, Cheryl Crow, we have, um, uh, I take care of Josh, the slide player and, um, Peter Stroud, her musical director. And we have, and I have mandolins, guitars, acoustics, electrics, um, baritones. It, it just, wow. Shakira, Shakira, I had tons of instruments. I had mandolins, uh, band guitars, charangos. Yeah. You, 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 you name it. I had, I had something weird for everything. So there were violins, cellos, everything. So, wow. Yeah. That's I used a- to have a big crush on Shakira <laughs> a long time ago <laughs> and she still looks good to this day. Yeah. 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 Did her, you did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. Yeah. And, you know, but I saw her videos and her dancing a long time ago, and just the way she dances, I mean, she's really talented, man. She really is. I personally <laughs> like it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for obvious uh, reasons, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, th- thanks, Jared. Um, You're probably going to take that out, aren't you, old buddy? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Leave it in. Come I on. think that should be a highlight. Oh, I got a couple other questions, but I wanted you to, to kind of give us a, I know that right now is a very difficult time for everybody who's in the professional music industry. Totally. Uh, um, help us understand what that is like. Cause I think for some of us, that might be a little bit hard to imagine. So in October of last year, I was planning on what 2020 was going to look like. So I'm booking tours cause I work for myself. I don't work for a company. So I have to do all the legwork and get a tour. So I had most of this year lined up, uh, starting in, in March through basically October, totally booked. And then in, in March, uh, we did, I was out with, uh, Deftones doing rehearsals. We did two weeks of rehearsals in, in Los Angeles. And then we went home for four days. So the gear could get shipped to New Zealand, um, where our first show was. And then on the, uh, f- about 15 hours before, 
uh, our plane was leaving to New Zealand. Um, we got an email from management saying, uh, do not get on the plane. Tour is canceled due to the COVID-19. Everything's just, we're done. It, it's done. Tour's not happening. And I, I had literally just said goodbye to the kids, you know, for the most part, all my bags are packed. It, that alone is tough. Um, just to say goodbye to your family and then realize, Oh wait, you're not going anywhere. So that it was just really weird. And that's when everything started for me. It got really weird. Um, and then with what's going on right now with, um, the virus going around, it, it's, it's literally taken its toll. So everybody who had work and it's not just musicians, but the music industry has been hit really hard because everybody who is involved in the music industry relies on people coming to shows and people don't come to shows. Shows can't happen. People are out of work. So in March, I found out that I'm out of work till the unforeseeable future, um, as did thousands of other people who are core crews for bands like, you know, just, just with Deftones, there's, there's like what, 15 of us, 16 of us that are core crew. And that doesn't include like the labor that, you know, the stage hands and stuff like that. You're, every city you're talking about an, another hundred people a night. And then the vendors who are in the arena selling beers and, you know, food or whatever, a couple hundred of those a night. So literally hundreds of thousand people lost their jobs. And, and for me, my, my career basically overnight it and we're we're just trying to pick up the pieces and try and figure out what's going on um it's uh it, it's just a weird time like i said but like i said it's it's not just the music community it, it's a lot of people out there so you, you can't really complain too much but it, you, you just kind of want to figure it out and you're just find a way to rediscover how to do things differently and 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 what you're supposed to be doing now so um i've been building stuff um getting creative um, while I have all this time at home and spending time with my wife and kids and, um, just trying to do the best I can with circumstances I'm dealt with. But, um, yeah, it, 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 it hasn't been easy. Um, it's not an easy transition. I'm used to being in a different city almost every night. So waking up every day and in, in, in the bed, it, it literally feels like Groundhog's Day. So it, it, uh, I get a, I get a mulligan every day if something doesn't go right because I can't leave the house and, Let's try that again today. So <laughs> it, I, it, I got you, babe, every morning, right? It, seriously. It, yeah. It's mm -hmm. just it, it, on the comical side of it, it, you, you literally get a redo every day. Um, but there, there are things that, uh, uh, you don't get a redo on like, uh, you know, your bills and stuff like that. So you do have to figure it out. Um, but uh, a lot of people are, uh, are coming to the, um, aid of, uh, people in the music industry. Um, there's a great organization called Music Cares, and um, they're giving out uh, grants to people who have fallen on hard times due to the virus um, for uh, paying their rent and stuff like that. Uh, you go to their website, musiccares.com, and, and you can search for um, the application to, to fill it out. Um, and, and I think it's up to $1,000 that they're, they're giving people who need it to help them with with the hard time. And then, um, live nation is another company. Um, most of these, most of the tours that have been canceled are either live nation or, or AEG two big promoters, um, around the world. Uh, and they're, they're starting a thing, um, for, for all the crew basically who have been affected by a live nation tour being canceled. And they're putting a bunch of money together, uh, to try and basically build a stimulus package for, for people who are super in need. Um, 
but uh, you know, there are people out there who are really struggling. Um, some people, you know, they they don't have anything anymore. So it, it it's really tough. It it's really easy to to just go like, oh, you know, name the big rock star or whatever. Like, oh, I, I can't feel too bad for that person because they're super rich and super famous. That may or may not be the case, but I I appreciate that you're talking so much about like everybody else that's associated with any think about any show you've gone to like in an arena how many people it takes to put on that show in every city every one of those people is out of work which is like bonkers to think about yeah i mean for for literally let's say it's just a um a, a theater show or an arena show you're you're looking at anywhere between 40 to a couple hundred people a night for one band right so Let's say there's 200 bands out on tour at the same time, 200 shows a night times a couple hundred, so you, a couple thousand people a night out of work for months at a time. So yeah. you're going to get to 500,000 people out of work within a couple months and, and, and then to a million people out of work, you know, a month later because it's, it just keeps growing and growing. So, and, and I'm, I'm just talking in the U S that, I mean, now we do it global bands, playing everywhere i mean it's it's a huge deal like people i think a lot of people take for granted the fact of um that you come to a show and but by no means is this a slam but this is just for me my an observation i've seen recently is people come to a show and and they just they walk away have a good time but they they don't ever think to realize what actually went into it it takes months of rehearsals and and uh you know countless hours to get the show ready. And then when you get to the show, uh, all the trucks and the truck drivers and, and all the freight companies and all those people who get in the gear to city to city, I mean, they're out of work too. So it, it, yeah. it's, it's taken its toll. Um, and, and as of right now, I mean, we're in April and the tours that I have booked, we're pretty much May's canceled, June's canceled, July is up in the air. Um, so, you know, it all depends on how the world progresses because let's say the virus stops or whatever and, and you know, it's okay to go outside again and everybody, you know, free to do whatever they want. But what if someone goes out there just a little bit too soon? Yeah. I mean, how long do you wait after the okay is given to start up again? Because it only takes one one person to start this over again. So it's, yeah. it's going to, I think it's going to change literally the world on how the entertainment industry operates and however that ends up being, I mean, it's remained seen, but yeah. it, it's weird. <laughs> well, it, it's, you know? it's also it's already to, weird. Yeah. It, it's also something to, the other thing to keep in mind is like, you know, you're, you're kind of going through the months, you know, June, July, it's like, it is, it takes a second to pull the plug out of this whole thing, but totally. to get everything back, back in gear it is going to be a massive massive undertaking so it's not going to be like all of a sudden like oh it's over cool all the concerts are back on yeah yeah i think i think the word on the street is and 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 it's no secret so i'm not i'm not leaking anything that isn't known but um i think the word on the street is music is going to be following uh sports at the moment next sports being baseball Mm -hmm. So I think music's going to follow baseball's, um, you know, role model on this. Uh, when baseball starts up, 
I think music will start back up because, uh, uh I, I mean, with all the professional athletes and all the, uh, you know, I, I, for lack of better word, famous people who are involved in all of this stuff, um, to entertain people, no one wants any of them to get injured or, or hurt because it hurts the whole business model for what they have. Right. right. So if baseball is okay to send their multi-billion dollar athletes out on the field in, in the arenas, I think the music industry will be okay to allow fans to come back because literally with music, it, it's totally different. Like, uh, from athletes, you know, athletes get paid to do, you know, their thing on their own. They don't need people there, but musicians, they need people without people. There is nothing to, to, there's no one to perform for, but you know, athletes can go play a game and it can be televised without people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, musicians can't, I mean, they can do, some people are doing live streaming, you know, shows. I, I, I watched a couple of them, you know, last week, but, uh, it's, it's not the same. Their thing. livelihood is having the people there without, without the fans and without the people who love music, um, people who do what I do and, and, and the artists themselves. I mean, they really don't have much to go on, um, without the health of the people who love the music. Yeah. So that's why the people are the most important thing. And that's why music won't start back up till, um, people are healthy enough and, and, and it's safe to go out there because it's, it's just not worth it, you know, Yep. in the long run. So, um, let's, uh, go on the sunny side of things right now. Yeah. Yeah. You are a very resourceful person who, uh, you know, you, I, I think it's funny cause we'll see posts is like, Hey, I'm off, uh, the, the tour, the world tour has ended. I'm back for a week. Oh, here's 10 amps I just built. And <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> right. So, so talk to, talk to us how you are coping with this and creating awesome things. Absolutely. Yeah. So most tours, there's lots of downtime, uh, and days off and, and whatnot. So, um, I design stuff in my hotel rooms on days off to keep busy. Um, I just, just something I've always done. So yeah, on, on tour, I'll bring, um, a Pelican case full of parts and I'll just start building, uh, boards for my amps or, you know, building relays for channel switching stuff or, or coming up with new designs, um, in, in just literally at the hotel desk. Um, and since I'm not on tour, I'm just doing that at home. And, uh, and I've been coming up with new designs for stuff. Uh, and I came up with a, a couple new pedals, um, the most recent thing I had before that was, uh, my lowest dose amp, which was a two watt amp channel switching amp. Um, and I, uh, I, I sold out of those amps in four months and it was incredible. Um, I have one and yeah, I, you got one. I love it. I, I love it. I talk about it all the time on a show. I, I ran into Jared at, at, at NAMM. Uh, and, uh, um, he's like, did you sell out of them? I was like, yeah, I, I have one left. He's like, I want it. I was like, ah, oh, okay. It was the one for me, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> so I Thanks, have Drew's, I have Drew's amp. It's yeah, all. yeah. Yeah. You, you pretty much cool. got the last one. I, so, I'm very uh, thankful for it, by the way. I play it a lot. So uh, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It, it was, it, it was a, you know, I was really happy with, with that amp and, and, um, uh, everything I make is limited edition. So I, I'm the only employee, so I don't mass produce anything. And, and like, I, if it's a pedal or amp or whatever, I drill every hole by hand. Um, I don't have a CNC machine. Um, you do it in I have, your driveway. Yeah, I do it in my driveway or, or my backyard. Uh, yeah, my neighbors are um, probably mad at me for always having a drill press out there. But uh, 
so I, I pretty much build uh, all, all the amps and pedals um, wherever I can in, in, in my house or in my uh, hotel rooms, wherever I can bring a soldering iron. Uh, I try and get the job done just to kill time. Uh, I, I like to not waste a second of the day. And uh, that's helped me a lot in, uh, in life and in my career, but mostly just to keep my, uh, my brain going and having fun. I love building stuff, so... I can imagine um, that that would be a really easy pit to fall in, especially. So like, I, I remember you were posting, uh, I think you were in Brazil, maybe Sao Paulo. Um, I could be right or wrong, but it was, no, it was definitely Brazil. It was raining and you were, were you were, had like four or five pedals that you were building like in your hotel room. And I was like, man, <laughs> this guy never stops. But if you think about it to a certain degree, we are all experiencing this right now where we are stuck in our home. So being stuck in a hotel room or just at least uh, forced to live within the hotel boundaries every day for months, you know, even if it's a different hotel, that could probably send you into a, a, a crazy space. Well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, it, it it's a different form of Groundhog's Day, <laughs> I guess. But, uh, you know, you wake up some, some days... You, well, most days you don't know what day it is. And, and, uh, some days you, you honestly have to, uh, ask someone where you're at. Um, I don't ever look at the, uh, you get a tour book with the schedule or whatever, or, or there's an online thing, um, iCal or thing called master tour, but, um, it tells you where you're at and what the day is supposed to be. But I don't really look at it because I, I just like to go to work or not go to work. And when I'm not at work, I'm still working. So uh, it, it makes no difference to me, but yeah, it gets, it's hotel rooms get monotonous and, and it's boring. I don't, I don't party or anything like that. So, uh, uh, you know, if you, nothing wrong if you do, uh, I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just trying to work for the, for the better car cause and, and save some money and, uh, build some stuff. But, uh, there's, yeah, I mean, it, it's a safe way to stay out of trouble. That's for sure. Uh, Drew, this brings us to, one of the things that you're currently working on right now, you, you released uh, just recently, and I, I just posted something on Instagram, and I got this beautiful orange and black pedal in the mail, and it's the Gentleman Deluxe. Can you tell us about this pedal? That we're going to give away to a patron on Patreon, people. Hey. So this is another we keep saying we're giving away stuff we're doing it i got another i got some more stuff we're going to be giving away here real soon too uh tell us about this amazing pedal you built totally um it's called the uh the gentleman deluxe and uh the current version is version 2.0 um i made the first version uh a couple years ago it's it's been my number one selling product um that i've made for years now um but what it is, is it's an input attenuator, uh, for, uh, all, all intents and purposes. It, it basically allows you to have change your gain structure of, of your instrument or guitar, um, without changing your tone. So for a guitar player who has a, a single channel amp and they like to crank it for the overdrive, but they use their volume knob to, to clean up their tone. Even if you do the treble bleed mod or some other mods on your guitar, um, when you when you roll your guitar volume down, uh, it still changes your tone a little bit, and it's almost impossible to get 
your volume knob to the same exact setting every single time. And every guitar has its own sweet spot of where that actually is. It could be in between numbers or whatever. So what I've done is I've made a pedal that has different attenuation levels and it basically will let you attenuate your guitar volume from 10 all the way down to about two or three, depending on the pickups and, and the pots in your guitar. And it gives you a precise position uh, at any given moment with a foot switch. And what the cool thing about it is, is when you hit the pedal on, it doesn't change your tone. It, it literally keeps your impedance the same. Uh, the only thing it's doing is taking the gain structure and dropping it. So you can take a dirty amp and clean it up, or you can use it in reverse and boost an acoustic guitar. Uh, so you have the pedal on for your rhythm tone and then you turn it off. So it has no attenuation for a lead tone for solos. Same thing can work for a clean amp. Um, but it really does, uh, it's for people who play with inflection and, and, and need to have different, um, levels on their guitar without having to always trying to, you know, spin the knob right in that sweet spot. You just have to hit a button every single time. And the cool thing about the version 2.0 is I've added a true bypass effects loop into the pedal in series to the gentleman side. So it goes, there's one in and one out and one send and one return. So the pedals are wired. There's two pedals in one pedal they are wired in series. So it hits the attenuator first and then the bypass looper second. So you can string up a bunch of effects. Um, or if you have a noisy effect, a uh, vintage pedal that you don't want to keep hitting the switch on and off, throw it in the loop of the, uh, the gentleman pedal, uh, and you can turn it on and off with that foot switch. Um, true bypass. So whatever you have in the loop is unaffected by your tone um, when it's out. And then when you turn it on, the effect's already on. So it is, it's going to sound like the effect's there. So but, um, can, let me let me just let me just intervene really quickly. So think about if you're playing a little live show, right? And you got a part where you you've got you got full gain and you've got really cool delay and reverb and everything. You want to drop the volume or at least manage the volume during the verse, but you still need to keep your delay and reverb going at the same level. You could do that with this. That's right, because the, the output of the effect isn't, isn't changed. It's only the input to the effect. So your, your delays don't change, and, and the repeats don't change. It's literally just the gain structure into it. So, yeah. um, But you can also use it in, in a way where you have um, a, a, a lower volume with delay or a modulation effect, and then you need to drive a chorus with a, a louder dry signal that switches are spaced perfectly for I'm a size 10 and a half shoe and I can hit both pedals with ease or both buttons, um, with ease on, on the, on the foot switch. So you can turn them both on and off. No problem. Um, and, and super simple to use. Yeah. Uh, the, the pedals passive, um, doesn't require power to work. Uh, the version one had no led. Um, uh, the, um, the gentleman deluxe version 1.0, uh, was a single, just the gentleman pedal with the, the ring led and the deluxe version 2.0 is the ring, uh, gentleman and the looper. So, um, it's sweet. This thing's it, really it, sweet. And I it, have one. You, can, yeah, you do have one. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I love Drew Foppy's stuff, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't noticed. I've, I've got 
I've got the uh, the the Royal. Yeah, the Royal preamp. I have your your um, your two amp. Um, the low stos. Why am I blanking right now? <laughs> I love it so much. Tell me what I have. <laughs> I forgot what this stuff's called. It's my and favorite yeah, stuff. I'm in deluxe. I can yeah, remember that, it. That pedal is amazing. I mean, Thank I, you. I don't really play out much, but um, I don't know. I just gravitate towards the stuff. Yeah. It's really well built. Let's say you have like a, a Vox amp or something like that is like on the, on the you know, just set to the verge of crunch, but then you need a super clean tone as well. You can have both with the pedal without changing anything on your amp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. I've got about five, I think four or five amps that I can't do that with, but now I can with the gentleman pedal. It's yeah, it's made, it's made my playing with these amps a lot more enjoyable instead of having to go turn down the you know the the gain and all that kind of thing. Now that pedal's made my experience a lot fun. Oh, yeah. oh thanks, man. Easier. Yeah. Let's say you have a Marshall cranked to high gain, but you like you say you have an eight hundred or or something like that, and or a just any plexi, but you have no clean tone. You can use this pedal to tame the cranked Marshall and you don't lose any tone at all right. from the amp. It literally gives you two channels off a single channel amp. And you can also use it with an effects pedal. So if you have an overdrive pedal, you can attenuate the gain of the overdrive pedal. So it's like having two stages of gain on an overdrive pedal. And then you can turn the overdrive pedal off and now you have a three channel amp out of a single channel amp. Yeah. That's a lot of so math. It, yeah. You can do crazy <laughs> stuff with it. It's super simple, but it, it's, it's all passive. Uh, no, it has a nine volt DC, uh, negative center jack on there, uh, which just powers the LEDs. That's all it, yeah. it does. So no voltage hits the circuit. Um, it, I don't know. I, everybody who has one has literally loved it and it changed the way that they actually approach guitar because it gives them an option that they never actually, some people have never touched their guitar volume ever in their life. They like just roll at max, but Me. sometimes Me. guitar and amp combinations sound best with the guitar rolled back to around eight or seven, but you don't know that till you try it. But then when you roll your guitar knob down, it like muddies your tone a little bit or, I you know. know, but you don't have to worry about that now. You just hit the pedal and it's always the same. It's like a wet pair of undies on your amp. So, Totally less smelly. <laughs> okay, so uh, that is a great explanation of the gentleman pedal, the gentleman deluxe. Now we have this one. It's got an awesome guitar knobs uh, screen print on the back. It's orange. It's black. And this is going to go to one of our supporters. And so we're really grateful to Drew for building this. Thank you so much for allowing oh, us yeah, to give this great. to one of our uh, listeners. Of Okay, so um, what I've been doing since this whole lockdown for everybody around the world is um, I made a custom version of this pedal. Um, Before it was only available in black and white, or black or white, I've made a custom blue one um, that's available on the website for uh, $120 with free shipping. Um, But That's nice. What I'm going to do to help people out even more is I'm going to make a custom guitar knobs version of the pedal. And right now, the one that's available for 120, it's, it's called Sky Blue. Um, just trying to bring some of the outside inside for everybody. Um, it has a black logo, but I'm going to do a special custom one for the guitar knobs community and do one with a white logo. So it's like blue with a white cloud logo um, on there. And I'm going to also offer that one for 120 uh 
with free shipping. And then if you message me uh, before you place an order, I'll give any color, the black, the white, the blue one that I have now with a black logo or a blue one with a white logo, any of the pedals I'll sell for 120 shipping included to help anybody out right now uh, who may not have the funds to get a full price pedal. Um, Outstanding. But they're all made one at a time. Uh, I, I drill every, every bit of it, wire them all by hand. Um, 120 bucks shipped to you. Any color, just message me before you buy it and I can send you uh, a link to purchase it um, that is not on the website or feel free to buy it on the website at full price, whatever you want. <laughs> but I would love to help you guys out um, by helping me out um, in the process. Uh, everybody, you know, just trying to help everybody out at the same time. Um, awesome. But yeah, these pedals, uh, a black one, a white one, or any version of the blue one, just let me know if you guys want any of them. Message me, and, and it's 120 shipped. How many How many of the uh, Guitar Knob Special ones are you making? I'm probably going to make 20 of those. So there'll, there'll be 20 available with a blue and a white logo, and I'm not going to advertise those ones on my website. So those are only going to be available to listeners. Um, I... Uh, I will try and put up a special link on my website um, soon uh, that will say guitar knobs. And when you click that, it'll take you to a page with a password, hopefully. And that will have uh, the pictures of it. Um, but Or I can uh, uh, just send Todd some pictures uh, that he can post on his page and anybody who follows you on Instagram or, yeah. or anything like that, they can see the pedal and uh but it's only available uh to people who who listen to the the podcast and and follow the guitar knobs because i just want to do something special for all your listeners and 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 something special where no one else can have the opportunity to get it um but yeah 120 shipped that's um, awesome that sounds like a great deal Awesome. Okay. Well, we can't wait to post that out. Drew, that is super generous. Thank you for helping the guitar community out and uh Boy, uh, we hope that you and every other one of your professional music industry friends, uh, we hope the, uh, we just wish everybody well, regardless oh, of what you. you're doing. But, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I know you guys are getting hit hard right now. So um, thank you so much for spending as much time as you did. Um, now we're going to turn the show over to our buddy, Jared. Ladies and gentlemen. Now is a really fun part of the show called Would You Rather? The nice extra long Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For no reason at all. Doug Benillis from Instagram sent us our Would You Rather this week, and I am going to read it right now. It's not one of those real long, juicy ones, but it's very simple. Make so something please up. pay attention. You got it. <laughs> so you're walking down the street. No, I'm just kidding. Would you rather play a telly body guitar, jazz master hardware? So imagine a telly shaped body and neck, but you've got the jazz master hardware on there, you know, like the, the, the jazz master trim and the weird bridge and the, you know, that kind of stuff. All the bits, all the bits of the jazz master with the extra neck, jazzy tone control segments, which I don't know where you're going to fit that at on a telly, or 
Would you rather have a Jazzmaster body with Tele hardware? I know somebody who has one of those. Hmm. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. It's it a is a really good one bad. because I, I, the reason I think that's good is because one of them is maybe a little bit more obvious or we've seen that, but I don't know that we've seen the other one. Tony Baloney. Wow. So, I mean, I, I am a fan of the offset body, uh, Jazzmaster Jaguar, that sort of thing. Um, and the only problem that that I run into from time to time is because of the size of the body, they tend to be a little bit heavier. Um, but I've built a couple, and I know a couple of other guys here have, have built a couple too of uh, whether we're calling them Tully Masters or Jazz Casters or whatever. And um, it's actually a really good platform for that that Tully pickup and and and, and control layout. Wow, I have to really think about that because I, you know, I, I I'm trying to imagine what it would be like on the Tully. I mean, I've seen some Tully bodies that have Jazzmaster pickups in them. Um, they look a little bit strange, but added to that with the, um, you know, the, the Jazzmaster trim and bridge. Mm-hmm. It's that's, not a lot of real estate. Yeah, I mean, you're you're going to be right on top of it. So I I think from a practical standpoint, I'm going to go with something that I know, and that's the Jazzmaster body with Tully appointments. Simple. Okay, Jared. Um, I know what it's like to have the second choice. So yeah, I'm going to want. To see somebody fit all that jazz <laughs> on that telebody. And <laughs> they have to fit everything on the telebody. So, uh, including the extra, uh, extra, the extra um, neck tone and volume control thingy McDougals, like on the original. Uh, the rhythm yeah. circuit, as we The rhythm call circuit. It. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tony Baloney. That's, <laughs> I, I got to see somebody do it. And, I mean, telly bodies feel good. I mean, just the telly in general is a, it's just a great guitar. Mm-hmm. And so is the jazz. I mean, they're both great guitars. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to do? Nice. I, I, I got to see somebody do the thing, though. I want to see him put the jazz master stuff on the top. I, I, yeah, I, I think you'd have to make an oversized telly body, like an, one of those old nope, Bigsby bodies. Nope, jam it all in there. You can do it. Got to <laughs> do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Drew. Well, hearing you guys talk about it, um, I haven't changed my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm probably one of the rare people out there who isn't the biggest Offset fan. Um, I love the Tele body. Uh, I I love solid body guitars. Um, it, I think I would definitely go with the Tele with the Jazzmaster Bridge and and all the appointments if if you could fit it on the body. I mean, it almost sounds like a challenge that I should try and do this right now because I'm home. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, any any chance I have a, a Les Paul uh, special or a Telly, I choose those two, um, regardless of how silly they may look with whatever mods you do. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going with the Telly with Jazzmaster parts. Well, I, I'm looking at mine right now. So. 
My, I and I I love this guitar. <laughs> this is the this is the jazz caster, jazz bastard, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I've done just about every kind of modification I can think to think of to this, uh, much to probably many people's dismay. But I think I want to see this Telecaster because I, I right? like playing Telecaster and. For whatever reason, I don't want to have anything to do with playing a jazz master or a jaguar. It's it's not that I don't uh, I don't I don't hate. It's not like a Stratocaster to me. Yeah, you know, it's not like Kryptonite. But I just um, I, it's just not my not my uh, gem for, for whatever reason. Uh, I like them. I think they're cool. I like the way they sound. Um, but I would like to see this weirdness. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Somebody's got to make this. Yeah, I got to see it. Did, did Fender not come out with something similar to this at NAMM? I can't remember. They, they did their new Parallel Universe series, right? So I can't remember what, what they released, but they released some pretty cool-looking guitars that I want to yeah. say was something similar to that. They Well, they did the Telecaster body on the, on the offset, or the Telecaster right. offset. Right, but. right. But they also did, I think they're, the one you might be thinking of, Drew, is the, uh, it's... Uh, strat appointments on a telly body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, one of them looked pretty funky. I mean, they, they, I, I like their Parallel Universe series, but yeah. not, definitely a telly with Jazzmaster parts. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw this thing up tonight. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, share that with us because I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of like to get a... Get yeah, a I'll post it. Back. I'll post it for sure if you send that. That'd be yeah, awesome. I'll, work, I'll try and work on something, but it, it's going to be funky. Awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, we've got a few people to thank, Tony. Yes, we do. In fact, it's a special night. It's a very special night. This, this just like this was like the best news I heard all day is that we have three new executive producers. Oh. That is correct. Three. Nice. Not two, not one, but three. Trifecta. Indeed. And someone out there, I'm sure, is thinking, well, what what is this executive producer thing? And, well, it sounds like something I want to be part of. Well, here's what you do. Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. And you will find a couple of different levels in which you can participate, becoming a patron of this very podcast and each Level comes with its own bevy of fun things like T-shirts and barefoot buttons and and uh, stickers and pics and, and all kinds of things. And, oh, what about giveaways? Oh, yes. Yes, you will qualify for giveaways. But the very top of the heap is the executive level, executive producer level. Mm-hmm. And uh, this growing list... I mean, I'm just, I'm just so happy about it and very impressed at the same time. Um, I'm humbled by it, doggone it. Yeah, really. Um, but actually, there, there is a, there is a, even a, a slightly higher level uh, in the executive producer level, the Grand Pooba level. Uh, and these, those are our fez-wearing brethren. And I'm going to start with our Grand Poobas today. Lovely. So we'd like to thank Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Cody Lane, Cody Foster, John, and Tommy Manasco. That's right. And I want to welcome. You guys. Thank you. Yes. And I want to welcome 
and thank our three newest executive producers. That would be Adam Johnson, Mark Garten, Garten, Garten. Yeah, Mark Garten, and Steve Keys, who we heard from earlier today. Yeah, and and Adam was an edit, so he he's been a fi- he's he's been at our five dollar level for a long time and jumped up to the to the uh, executive level. It just that's great. They get to that have is, their name written me on away. the thing. I'm so grateful for this. They get right. to have their name written. Oh wait, I'm not going to get there, Jared. I, oh my I, gosh, you always am, have me say it before you read the names off. <laughs> well, you well, screwed we, up everything. <laughs> start over from the top. <laughs> We're not going to start over. Okay. So, in addition to our three new executive producers, let's go back to the beginning. Mr. Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff. John Daly, Chris Carney, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lanthrop, John Anglin, Tyler Bray, Brad Partridge, Chris Heidel, John Esterley, Tim Nowak, Doug Gann, Justin Jones, Brett Alexander, James White, Matt Hart, and James Pennington. Oh, man. That's a lot of names. That's a lot of names. And, man, I am so grateful for that. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. And you, too, can Jer- can what, Jared? Well, you can have your name written on the thing. Nope. Written on the thing. That's, so you're one. You <laughs> had one it, job. You screwed me up. <laughs> you, did it, you didn't do it in the right thing. Uh, I'm sorry. Do me again. No, I'm keeping that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Drew, where can people find you? Uh, you can uh, find my website at fopstar.com, F-O-P-P-S-T-A-R.com. And same thing on Instagram. It's just fopstar. Awesome. Awesome. And make sure you go and get that pedal that he has made for uh, our listeners specifically. And, and maybe just one for your friends since they're at such a killer price. And you get whatever you want. Talk to him. He'll make it. Tony. Let's just say you are uh, wondering what you're going to do with all your spare time now, and you got a few bucks burning a hole in your pocket, go over to PickGuardian.com, and uh, let's come up with something special together. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you need. Take a look at what things that I do, and uh, if you want to see some of the projects we've talked about, go over to uh, our good friends at Instagram and PickGuardian and the number one. Awesome. Jared? All right, if you guys are looking for pickups, um, hit me up. If you need something repaired, I do rewinds, and I do my very best to make them stock or however you think they'll sound better. Um, (laughs) I've got some really cool products going on right now. I've got a noiseless jazz master uh, pickup going on. Nice, by the way. Yeah, um, they're not a humbucker. You get uh, sound. They're still single coil-ish without all the... Um, and you uh, might want to put those in one of your uh, Telecaster bodied Jazzmaster. That's you can right. do that. You can do that. And um, I've got a sale going on, fifteen percent off if you use the code word home. Nice. So take awesome. advantage of that. And if there's something on there you don't see, give me a give me an email or a telephone ring, and uh, all that information is on the website. Yes, Jared makes some mighty fine sounding pickups. Everybody, uh, no lie. Uh, we are, we're grateful. We are thankful, um, for 
our health and our happiness and all of yours out there as well. And for Drew Foppy for joining our show tonight, uh, we've been wanting to have him on for, uh, again, for quite a long time. And we're thankful for the time that he shared with us. Oh, thanks for having me guys. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Everybody have a great guitar week and subscribe. Well, I've got a I've got a pork roast and a thing of barbecued chicken in the oven. Horny balls have a thicker core, so nice. They work. They work much better. Like Tony. Yes. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I just see it peeking every once in a while, but can't really help it. Mm. Just like Tony. Tony sending pictures of his pork. <laughs> Tony? Yes. <laughs> Are you just sitting there eating pork and chicken? Not yet. If you shut up, I can go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you want to say something? <laughs> I'm still here. Let us I know. may have to take the pork and chicken out of the oven at some point. Okay. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time. <laughs>